from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. Espionage, sub- subterfuge, and the English language are all difficult things <laughs> to operate in. Fonny Willis's father says that he didn't know anything about her relationship with a prosecutor until recently. I didn't realize that this Rico case was going to end up all of a sudden being like a Days of Our Lives yeah, episode. Yeah, completely. Just Tabloid a- City. And also there's a representative out there who withdraws from the Senate race just days after announcing his campaign. But before we get to all of that, Vladimir Putin has been in the news for some strange and odd reason recently. It's almost like he it disappeared for a little while. And you ever notice that? Like he was in the news. Yeah. Talking about him. He invaded Ukraine. And then all of a sudden he's back. He did an interview with Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. We all have to talk about what a terrible fascist he is. I don't understand why there are members on the right who look at him as if he is a a figure to look up to, a figure to aspire to have in the United States. Uh, well, I, th- I think there's a, a political movement in this country of isolationism that's taken re-root. Uh, that's good. For the first time since pre-World War II. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this all is based on, and I, and I understand the argument that we have problems at home to send uh, fortunes, treasures abroad is not in the best interest of us. And that, and that is the definition of isolationism. But we don't live in uh, the world of, of 50, 100 years ago. So Alexei Navalny was uh, Putin's primary uh, opposer. He ran against him a couple of times. Russia does not have free and fair elections, by the way. They're right. almost entirely rigged. If you look at the numbers, the way that they skew, they're not smart enough to do the way the Democrats did it, right? They could just go full 98, 99% all across. We you all got to lose a couple of those districts <laughs> to make it look good. You got to lose yeah, a, just on. a couple of those districts. Otherwise, raise an eyebrow or two. But Navalny was uh, subject to a, a number of assassination attempts before he was finally almost assassinated on a plane when he was leaving Russia. He was poisoned and then the flight had to land and he was uh, subsequently then returned to Russia and then he was arrested. He was sentenced to 19 years in prison right. and basically was sentenced to a slow death. Uh, well, Navalny has said, I realize that this is a life sentence. Right. Whether it's the length of my life or the length of the life of this Putin regime, I'm never going to see the outside and freedom again. So he was sent to a prison that is above the Arctic Circle. And if you want to just think about this is what really bugs me. You, you can't say to me, and this is what bugs me about Tucker Carlson or anybody else. You can't say to me, look at how great Russia is. Look at how great Putin is as a man or even compliment him when this is what he does to his opposition. Now, people in the United States are pearl clutching because uh, the Biden DOJ had had Donald Trump uh, prosecuted or whatever. They're up in arms about it. But then when when Putin does something that is this egregious, people go, eh. right. It's, It's only just flies right underneath the radar. We have a series of clips from people who are contemporary politicians praising Vladimir Putin, right? right? They, yeah, we they, do. Praising the way that he's... Can you list, list these off for us, Laura? Who, who's on this list? Who are we listening to? Uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville. Is Tuberville. Is uh, recent. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's hear what the fine senator has to say about Vladimir Putin, shall we? You can tell Putin's on top of his game. One thing he said that it really rung a bell is our the propaganda media machine over here they sell anything they possibly can to go after Russia. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why someone would want to, you know, want to go after the leader 
of Rush. That's a sitting United States yeah, senator. Yeah, that's what's good when you vote for a football coach because he's got name recognition. That's that's who we're talking about in Alabama, senator right. from Alabama. All right, have we got another one here? Yeah, Matt Gates, of course. Ah, Matt Gates, fine representative from Florida. Yeah. Oh, he could miss out on this. Okay. Putin and Biden, it would not end like Rocky Four. I don't think the American would prevail. Yeah, so kind of a weird... I, I don't know why we're kind of cracking jokes about a fascist murderer. I really don't understand... Putin had a weird resurgence within the MAGA movement during the COVID era. Do you remember this? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I think it stems from what was it, Helsinki? Yeah, yeah. Where where, uh, he said he was strongly he strongly denied it. Right. I don't know why he would. (laughs) You know, I've got the entire U.S. intelligence community telling our executive something. Right. And this guy into a into a, a meeting between heads of state with no transcription. Even the notes from the interpreter were destroyed. Right, but we're supposed to we're supposed to fall in line behind this. Right, as and, if this and, is a good human being. And, and, and earlier this week we had a story, but we didn't really get we didn't get to it enough attention. I think where Putin made a statement that he'd much much rather have uh, Joe Biden as president. Yes, yes, because he he's he's more predictable. I think we have another couple of uh, who 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 have next are, on are the there list. More people? Trump, obviously. Ah, it's yeah. not that Putin is smart, which of course he's smart, but the. <laughs> Real problem is that our leaders are dumb. Okay. Vladimir Putin. Has anybody ever heard of Vladimir Putin? Cheers. Of Russia says that Biden's, and this is a quote, politically motivated persecution of his political rival is very good for Russia because it shows the rottenness of the American political system. So I think it's I think what's largely going on is that because Putin echoes the same sentiments that Donald Trump echoes about the United States, uh-huh. there are people who are more loyal to former President Trump than they are to the United States. I think this is just a, a I think it's a fact. fair way to assess it. And so I think that's why people tend to look at him with a little bit more, I suppose, um, a little bit more charitably. Like we have that cut from Carlson, right, where he was talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got two cuts from Carlson. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, I'll play the one I think that you're referring so to. So this first. is him talking about how great. Moscow was as a city. Here's what that sounded like. What was radicalizing, very shocking and very disturbing radicalizing. was the city of Moscow, where I'd never been, the biggest city in Europe, 13 million people. And it is so much nicer than any city in my country. I had no idea. My father spent a lot of time there in the 80s when he worked for the US government and barely had electricity. And now it is so much cleaner and safer and prettier aesthetically. It's architecture, it's food, it's service than any country in city in the United States. So if you if you believe that Joe Biden is a fascist dictator who's persecuting and prosecuting his political opponents and you have a ton of ire against that guy, wouldn't you have the same amount of hatred for the guy who literally had his primary political opponent killed? Wouldn't you know, wouldn't you have the same amount of outrage right if that action is bad? I also think that this is bad, right? Well, if you're if you do your own <laughs> You would think, but people are being told a narrative from yeah, sources yeah, yeah. they deem trustworthy. I mean, I, I often ask myself, how do people feel the way they feel? Because I don't. We, we are we are divided as a nation, and I and I watch. I don't think we're that divided. Well, I, well, I think that there's about thirty million thirty million wackadoos out there, and everybody else is a normal human being. That's so what you're I talking think. about the, the Democrats. You're talking about those thirty million wackadoos. No, you I, keep talking I think, about. Okay, I, think that, I get you. <laughs> divided. No, I hear what you, I hear what you're saying. I but, think that people who pledge allegiance to Donald Trump instead of the United States. I mean, you're a wackadoo. I I got no problem saying if you're the kind of person who's like I think Donald Donald Trump was a, is the greatest president of all time. One, you're wrong. But two, it, I think it shows how deeply ignorant you are. No offense to anybody out there who voted for Donald Trump, but I think it just shows how deeply ignorant you are on the issue. 
that we have a malignant narcissist who's now running for the president and you have not bothered to, you know, Google him. Well, I, um, I, I learned something from you, though, yeah. which I'm, I hope to put into my life on a regular basis ah. is the fact that the people who are so devoted to the former president, more so it seems than their own country, mm-hmm. have been sold a bill of goods. And I think a lot of them I, I feel sorry for and almost are victims of massive yeah. information campaigns. Well, it's also it's also cultish. But I mean, before we get into that, what's the other Carlson cut that we have? This is a new one. Yeah, let's hear. Has Putin ever called me a racist? Oh, it's, it's, Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? <laughs> Has he shipped every middle class job in my town to Russia? Ah, Did he manufacture a worldwide pandemic that wrecked my business and kept me indoors for two years? Is he teaching my children to embrace racial discrimination? Mm, is yes. he making fentanyl? Yes. Is he trying to snuff out Christianity? Does he eat dogs? Yes. These are fair questions, and the answer to all of them is no. Vladimir Putin didn't do any of that. The, so why does permanent Washington hate him so much? The median income in Russia, do you guys know how much it is? The, uh. the median income in Russia is 14,000 USD. That is below the poverty line in the United Ooh. States. The median income in the great and glorious republic that we call Russia, the great and glorious federation, $14,000 USD. And the funny thing is, is that Carlson is part of this media propaganda machine where he'll say, does Vladimir Putin ever call me a racist? That doesn't matter. No, Quite he frankly. bought me a steak dinner and gave me vodka. <laughs> when he says, does Vladimir Putin bring fentanyl into his country? No, that's technically the Sicilian mafia, but that's besides the point. There is this very gross aspect of GOP thought which is fascistic in nature. And so it follows in line with whatever Putin sells, which is basically poverty and mass death. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because the streets are clean and because he doesn't like gay people, I guess that that's okay, I suppose. You know, it's a crime to be homosexual. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, this is, if you want to live in that country... There's this great thing. It's called a passport. Uh, Edward Snowden got one. And did, you, and yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. get on a plane and you can just go over there and you can wear your MAGA hat and you can have all the time you want with the red communists over there and enjoy the clean streets and making $14,000 a year. Well, when, the, when, that, <laughs> when that little clip of how beautiful Moscow is came out, Jack, you laid out beautifully how the, the real actual crime rates are that, buried. Are, that, are, that are in yeah. Russia, the real actual poverty rates in Russia, the amount of... All the things, I mean, Tucker was reading from the Putin press kit he was delivered, along with his caviar and, and great vodka. At great dinner. food. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. Right? Oh, thank you. Look at this kid. So oh. there's a FBI informant who's been charged with lying about Joe and Hunter Biden's ties to the Ukrainian energy company. Now, if I have to hear Burisma ever again, I'm going to go insane. Hold on. Let know, me get rid of my notes. Do, I mean, per, okay. No so basically it works like this for people who are not familiar with the amount of crazy this has been going on for so many i have listened to rush limbaugh talk about burisma so much that i could give a phd on burisma do you know what i mean like i I could uh, i could give you a phd dissertation on everything about that company so spike why did you make me why did you give me a sad dog cry face when i mentioned rush limbaugh well it's well my thought process was he's been dead for almost Two years? Two, two and a half years? years? Two Three and a half years? years? Right. I, I had, Are you sad that Limbaugh died? Is that no, what it no, is, buddy? God. I mean, because I'm sad. He was hilarious. Well, let me just tip my king over because the match is over now. You've <laughs> checkmated me on this one, buddy. <laughs> no, that, that you've been... You've been I, I, Bracemen didn't really get on my radar until the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden crime family stuff started hitting the airwaves. Okay. That's when I became aware of Burisma. Okay. But you've been hearing this since... since Limbaugh long was delivering time. this. Long that that time. was my sad face. How long you've had to go through this? So Hunter Biden was on the board 
of Ukrainian energy company Burisma, where he was compensated fifty, uh, roughly fifty thousand dollars a month for his time on that particular board. Now, some people might be saying that he was collecting dirty money or whatever it is. That's besides the case. What was being alleged was that uh, both Hunter Biden and his father received five million dollars each in uh, 2015 and in 2016. However, now the person that has made that that uh, accusation is now being charged with lying under oath. So there you go. Deep state wins again. I guess I guess that's that Biden DOJ at it again. Biden DOJ again. This was the golden trusted 10 year inside informant. Yes. The FBI had relying on with uh, Jamie Comer Pyle uh, of the oversight committee was saying we got we got our FD 1023. We got a verifiable (laughs) documented witness testimony. There were 85 different segments on Sean Hannity's show last year alone about this informant. Right. 22 monologues about this informant, about how they had the goods. And now this guy has been indicted on two different counts of lying about every... None of this happened. Right. According to the Department of Justice. And you can you can fall into your silo and say you can't trust the DOJ. You know, I, I was just thinking about this, Spike. Tell me what you think about this. You know, you, you said something earlier. You said, you know, we're divided as a country. I don't think it's that we're divided as a country. I think that Americans are bored. I think that Americans are very bored. Okay. And so, and because things are going relatively well in the United States, we don't have any really, we don't have any major crises in the United States. You know what I'm saying? We don't have, we don't have a, a nuclear power plant that's blown up. No, we don't. We that's don't have a, point. we don't have a gigantic dust bowl. There's not a no, nuclear powered reptile attacking New York City. <laughs> Climbing out of the, the, the harbor. Right. So okay. like when I go to Whole Foods and I get eggs from Vital Farms, by the way. Nice. Uh, I don't. I go. I buy my eggs. It's no. I don't see any empty shelves or whatever it is. And so, because Americans are largely bored, we have adopted this kind of Tom Clancy esque subterfuge, espionage, deep state. Right? Because you know, Friends is over. You know what I mean? You can only watch yeah. reruns of Friends so many times. Uh, you know, Survivor is on its twenty fifth season. Boring. Seen it already. Americans are bored, and so now instead of engaging with, let us just say, this material in a in an open ended way, it has to be in an angled way. It has to there has to be a narrative attached to it hmm. because okay. life is inherently very boring. I wake up, I sit in traffic, I go to my job, but you know what's exciting? The news. Oh yes, and my interpretation of the news and what I think. This is why more Americans are dipping into radicalization they're dipping into conspiracy whatever it might be what's what's more exciting that there's a novel virus and there's a vaccine that's available for people if they want it most of them should should get it or over the age of 55 everybody else that's boring you know what's exciting though is that this was planned deep state that it was leaked from a lab and then it came out and then the Chinese actually released it so that Bill Gates could inject us all with demon squids so that our hearts would explode because 5G is going to make us all sterile. And then that's much more exciting than a novel virus escaped from a lab and uh, it, it went across you know, the world and killed yeah. about 7 million people. I, you know, I, I had never contemplated that. This We're bored. Our, our society doesn't want to be informed anymore. We want to be entertained. Entertained. That's seriously good analysis. Think about it, Mike. I've been no, thinking you're, about you're, this I, a you're lot. You're right. Right? You, you, nobody wants the news. 
It's boring. No. It is unbelievably boring. So, like, those two kids, those two local kids, that 12-year-old, 13-year-old that just got popped. For, chased by a cop. Chased right? by Stone a cop. Car, carjackers, right. yeah. So the, 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 the story behind that is boring. You've got two juvenile delinquents who are likely coming from homes of abuse, coming from homes of suffering, untold suffering that you and I could not possibly right. That's pretty boring. What's exciting is that Democrats are soft on crime and they want this to happen so, that they, is this? so that they can bring down Seattle and they've ruined it. Even though it's the fastest growing city in the United States and people keep moving here, they're ruining it. Even though there's more cranes in, in Seattle than there are buildings at this point in time. Every time I look at the skyline, it's all going to hell in a handbasket. That is exciting. And I think that this is unfortunately a side effect of modernity in that we used what we used to do with our free time was painting. We used to be playing music, reading contemplating quietly staring off into the middle distance while sipping tea laced with whiskey so the wife doesn't smell it there is that's what we used <laughs> to do days. those were the days but now it's tom clancy deep state baba baba ba because we're all so bored yeah that's no, it, my read of it well and, and we're so easily scared you know, it, it's, that's part of the boredom, right? It, it, oh, totally. It's, it's a mechanism to trigger our right. our reaction is scare us up and then give us a conspiracy theory about what, ooh, the entire world is out to get my guy. Right. It's everybody's in cahoots. Everybody's in cahoots. You ever see you ever see dogs that haven't seen another dog? Maybe you got your dog. It's been raining a lot. You mm-hmm. haven't taken your dog to the dog park. And yeah. then you take your dog to the dog park and they start playing tag with each other. Yeah, chasing each other around. Yeah, it's great. Play fighting. It's adorable. They start, you know, doing skip tag where they pretend to tag each other and they pretend to run away, but then they turn around, and they chase the other one. Right. Human beings are the same way, only instead of instead of playing pretend, it's for realsies. So we sit <laughs> around, out. we sit around all day and we're bored out of our minds, and then we see each other, and then we start playing skip tag. Only it's Joe Biden, Donald Trump. We start chasing each other, barking at each other. Only it's over. You understand what I'm saying here? I know exactly we're, what you're saying. We you're, are you're, fundamentally creatures that are bored, and I think we need to do something about it. Start painting. John Curley. <laughs> Take a basket weaving. John, John uh, he watercolors. Does he really? He watercolors. Oh, brilliant. That guy's good at everything. He puts his fist through the canvas whenever he's done. <laughs> right through it. That's <laughs> what he does. It's part of the art process. Take a really quick break. When we get back, the Census Bureau is thinking about how to ask people about adult relations. Ah, hi, John. Adult relations. In the census? In the census, people have their opinions about it, and I am growing more and more upset with UPS with each passing minute because I have been lied to yet again by UPS. We'll take a really quick break. We'll be right back right after this. Someday people will have cassette tapes. Or based. You know what's a really good deterrent to thieves? Snakes. I forgot about that bit. Apparently we upset some some Trump voters, or at least I did, Spike. You were being a little bit more... I was? You were being a little bit more uh, diplomatic than I was being. Well, I'll try to not do that again. Right. You know what I think? I was just thinking about that. Laura, what was... You said we got a good comment from somebody. If you didn't catch it, we were just talking about Trump's trial and and the kind of weird fascination that many members of the GOP have with Vladimir Putin. And Laura was making a face while looking at the text line, which was basically akin to someone who's put on a braking wheel from medieval Europe. You know the one where they they, they put you on the wheel and then they have four horses, one on each arm, one on each... Each leg stretch you in different directions. Stretch you in different directions. Laura, what was let's it? bash Trump because we're bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, is that you know if we did a call-in show, which I'd be happy to do, it, you know I would talk to any Trump person out there. 
The problem is, is when you're talking about Donald Trump in a conversational tone, people are already primed to be on the defensive. Mm-hmm. If someone is like, I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I don't particularly like Joe Biden. It's a weird thing. I, if I insult Joe Biden, if I go on some huge rant against Joe Biden, don't even worry about it. I don't ever, I don't get any emails. I don't get anybody saying I'm never listening to you again. I get none of that. Right. If I go, if I say one negative thing about former president Donald Trump, I will get death threats. I will get people telling me that they will never listen to the show again. I will get complaints from my boss saying, yeah, so like 30 people wrote in saying that you said something awful about. Why is that? What's the difference there? It's an interesting thing to to analyze here, right? Because I got lots of MAGA friends. I got lots of lib friends. I got communist friends. I got conservative Christian friends. Why is it that in my personal life, I am like the Willy Wonka of friends? Do you know what I mean? Sure. (laughs) But then whenever you try to discuss it as a public person, all of a sudden, then, oh, no, we can't have that. What is that? Well, I think it's got a lot to do with volume, because when you've got trials in four different jurisdictions, civil and criminal allegations and uh, indictments against you, yeah, and that's just uh, that's not your rallies where you're saying that we're going to pull out of NATO and let Putin do whatever the hell he wants to to our allies. Right. When you have to cover this stuff on a daily basis, yeah, 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 it yeah, seems yeah, to yeah, me yeah, that we, yeah. we could be seen as piling on. Because I you do. Know, we, yeah, we just covered. Well, I most certainly will pile on that that man. I well, most certainly we will. cover I, it as it comes in. Sure, yeah, but like I'm not going to be one of these people. Like, there's a lot of commentators out there that are deeply afraid of criticizing former president. They're deeply afraid of it because they're worried that they're going to lose their audience. Right? Candace Owens will never levy a criticism against former president Donald. She will never she's do still it. Still up for the VP slot. She's still up for the VP slot. Right. <laughs> Uh, Hannity will never levy a criticism, a, a serious criticism against former president. It, it, will never, it will never happen. And that is a, should be a major concern for people. I can criticize Joe Biden at, when, until I'm blue in the face. Right? It makes no difference to me. I can criticize Donald Trump until I, I can criticize Marianne Williamson, Bobby Kennedy, name it, Bernie Sanders, Cornell West. Give me a politician. I'll give you five or six criticisms of a policy they said that's garbage. doesn't make any difference to me, right? Okay. I should be the standard by which other people operate the way that they talk about politics. <laughs> I am the golden standard of being a heterodox individual. And I don't say that with any amount of arrogance or hubris. I say that because... <laughs> You're assuming everyone knows what heterodox means. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> you I, arrogant. <laughs> I say that because as an American, it is embedded within American culture to be inherently distrustful of somebody who says... I can lead this country into a utopia. It is in our DNA as Americans. And I will be the only person with an American flag in one hand and a sparkler in the other one saying, government bad until the end of time, while everybody else is going around saying, that's going to be the guy who fixes it. Uh, for what? The f- uh, Okay, we finally got it right after, what, 47 of them now? Yeah, what, no, like, close. This is... The, the standard that people should have for their own lives is no man or woman is owed my allegiance regardless of the nice things they try to sell me. But instead, what I get is cheeseburger daddy or corpse daddy are somehow going to lead us all into this utopic plane where student debt goes away and insulin is $35 a vial. This is insanity. And I'm the only person who sees it other than Spike and Laura. And I'm happy to be I'm happy to take all the arrows. I'm happy to do Pioneers it. Pioneers take arrows, buddy. But I, I'm more than happy sitting up here being right. Ninety percent of the time. Can I give you somebody that you could maybe commiserate with? Yeah. Um, I know you didn't watch it because you, you don't think as much as I do of this guy. But John Stewart made his return to late night television this week on Monday. Yes. Yeah. 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 And he went after both former President Trump I and current that. President Biden. Yeah. He, he pulled no punches. Right. In in criticizing the current president of the United States, and he was just blasted by the left. He was. Lambasted. He was t- he, like. 
Like, we can't hear the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. Right. I mean, what good is what good does it do any of us on either side of the aisle to to not want to hear fact, to not want to hear opposing views? That just it blows my mind. I think that well, people deal with this thing called cognitive dissonance. Have you heard about that? Sure, it's where you just want to hear what you already believe over and over again to reaffirm. Kind right? of, it's cognitive dissonance is that to hear ideas that are contrary to your beliefs make you feel so uncomfortable that you physically are repulsed by them. Okay. Oh. So it's it is a it is a psychological phenomenon where you are like like if somebody came to me and they said like I'm a very pro trans guy. Mm-hmm. Somebody came to me and they said I don't think that trans is a real thing. Cognitive, if I had cognitive dissonance, I would immediately go, and I would have this huge emotional reaction right, to well, it. Right, what an ignorant person. Right, and I would disregard everything. That, but because I don't have that, I would say, oh, do tell. Why do you think that is such a thing? It doesn't offend me. I, opinion, opinions make no difference to me. I'm very much so in the Patrice O'Neill, Anthony Cumia world of, of when it comes to opinions. I don't care what opinion you have as long as it's interesting. Don't be boring, and don't tell me that this random person is going to fix all the problems in the United States, whether it's Bobby Kennedy or Biden or whoever it is. Wow. That It is such a wonderful way to live. Come, join me. It's a great way to be, where you just say, uh, I don't like him. Why? Here's a list of reasons why. Based right? in fact. Based, based in, in fact, reality. Based I like in to have reality. That. If you like, if you, if you're, I know you're a fan of the trans community and an ally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to love the new census. Oh, that's you were right. gonna love, love. I say Maybe the new sh- census. Should we should we continue this at another point? Because yeah, it's, it's a big sandwich to bite into. It is a big sandwich to bite into, <laughs> but it does have a lot to do with people uh, getting asked about their gender identity on the census and how people are pushing back. I don't know why, but I, I guess now we live in a society where it's considered to be uncouth. Mayhap to ask a question: Is it Laura to say what are your pronouns? I thought that was what all the college kids like to do. What are your pronouns? Yeah. Yeah. When I get an email from someone that works here that has their pronouns underneath their little watermark, uh-huh. I cringe deeply. I cringe deeply. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know why? I do want to know why. Because you know what all my non-binary friends do? What? They tell you. They, they're, they're not, all my non-binary friends are not passive-aggressive about it. Okay. No, I hear you. They're standing up for themselves. They're aggressive-aggressive. They're, aggressive. they're yeah. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> they're past. Right. Past them. All my non-binary friends, they will let you know. They'll let the poor middle-aged woman at Starbucks know. They'll let the flight attendant know. They'll let everybody know. Does, don't need it in the bio. Because they're going to be, they're going to okay, be letting you. you know. And if you make, even if you say something that's uh, can be possibly conceived of being an affront to their gender, if I say, "Hey guys, whoa, 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 oh, whoa, with the whoa, guys, with the guys there, yeah. whoa, 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 with the gendered language there, Jack, that's a little bit over the line." All right, we'll take a really quick break. When we get back, eight 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 nine seven three five four seven six. Smuggle Shoe Casino Resort text line. You can text us any question you want, and we will likely answer it. Laura pulls the questions. We don't look at the text line because we pay Laura in bags of gold. We have to. <laughs> we have like this. To look at the text line. Take a really quick break. We'll be right back right after this. There are no stupid questions. There are only stupid answers. Ah, uh, yes. No stupid questions. My favorite segment. All right. We get to answer questions. That Laura has pulled from the text line because we don't read the text line because it is uh, only for Laura's eyes. Isn't that right, Laura? It's only for your fine. For my eyes only. (laughs) (laughs) So 
Pops texted in and he said, what are your thoughts on one of my favorite guitarists and the often overlooked Jay Maskus from Dinosaur Jr.? I love the guy. He's been around forever and has been straight edge before it was cool. That's very true. I wanted to ask you because you're a bit of a connoisseur. Jay Maskus, if you have not heard Jay Maskus. I I haven't. Oh, Andrew, can you do me a kindness? Can you pull, um, there's a solo from the song Get Me by Dinosaur Jr., which is objectively, this guy was doing this in the 90s. I think it's in the first minute and 30, like just after that. If you could grab that for me, I appreciate it. Jay Maskus is one of the most underrated guitar players I've ever heard in my life. Just a, just such an understanding of, of rhythm and timing and pacing when it comes to lead guitar. Very Gilmore-esque in okay, a lot of ways. Okay, that, that, I get that reference. Because i, I got to tell you, I've, I don't know if I've ever well, heard a Dinosaur Jr. The song. problem with Dinosaur Jr. is that the songs are kind of niche lyrically. Then in the, the Jay Maskis, when he sings, is this kind of like forlorn sadness to it that I think... Uh, what's the name of the song again? I got get the me. artist here. It's called Get Me. Get Me. Okay. Yeah. Then there's a girl who sings in the chorus with him, but the song, the albums are. It's very early '90s, kind of like, like kind of like sad rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know 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 the genre. But the 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 issue is that Jay Maskus was such an amazing guitar player. Yeah, there it is. But yeah. So Andrew, if you skip ahead, if you you can pause it, but there's a solo that'll come up. I think like t- a minute into it, or t- a minute and you thirty. Know this stuff well. Yeah, don't you? yeah. Well, I often have to reference these things for people, but I mean, it's just. Perfect. You know what I mean? It's just objectively a perfect solo. That's and then nice. the, the one that they do like two minutes after this is even better. And then the one that they do two minutes after that is even better. So when, anyway, I could nerd out about Jay Maskus for a very long time. Trump trial ruling. I can't figure out how New York lost money. I don't know about state income tax, but we generally don't pay taxes on assets. So how should the state be shorted? Okay, so th- these are property crimes 206 is what the issue is right we're talking about property valuations Mm -hmm. and people pay property tax regardless of the asset that it so like if i own a building that i have a business in i still have to pay property tax on that business right and and in the evidence presented at this trial despite the attorney's uh, trump attorney's claims to the to the contrary Mm -hmm. Uh, that the Trump Trump organization, I should say, as a business entity, would inflate their asset values when acquiring loans from from businesses, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so a business lends Trump money mm-hmm. at three percent because he's worth so much, as opposed to the seven percent that he should be charged if his assets Correct. were valid. Correct. So then that bank makes money on the interest. That bank pays taxes to the state of New York on the interest they made lending Trump money. So when the state of New York's banks made less money. Because of Trump's fraud, that that's money the state lost. Right, exactly. See, people, you know, the, who are the victims here? Who are the victims here? You know, states do business and they collect taxes so they can benefit the city and right. the citizens. Right. When Trump has, or the Trump organization has repeatedly, as as was presented in evidence, there was a ton of evidence in this case. Yeah. And, and it all showed that the Trump would, would deflate their assets when it came time to pay taxes. Inflate their access when it came time to get loans. That's what Weisselberg got pinched right. on. So I mean, and, and knowingly and knowingly right. misrepresented their assets. So all this, of is, them. this is an interesting question, Spike. Do you mind if I answer this one sure, for sure, you? Sure, it sure, says, sure. Spike, how about the Steele dossier, meaning Christopher Steele? Mm-hmm. Was he indicted or punished? Nobody was with Trump, Russia, and I hate 
Trump, but fair is fair. Christopher Steele is a British uh-huh. uh, 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 a civilian. He's a he's a British national, right? Right. So we can't. What do you want to do? You want to? You know what I mean? It makes it kind of more difficult when it's well, even well, though it was fake, and even though Hillary Clinton bought hold on, it. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Uh oh, Spike's getting all dad energy. Oh, right I'm now. telling you. Spike, uh, so you know first how, off, you know I know Spike's getting dad I'm energy. I'm standing up, and pulling my pants he, up. He's, he's, <laughs> I'm standing up and adjusting <laughs> my waistline. <laughs> that's how you know it's about time. Wait, so Spike, he's stepping up. You see how I did that? You folks, that's why we have digital content. So when I stand up and pull my pants up like Archie Bunker would, but he was about to take on Meathead, that's how you know I'm about to bring it for you. Steel dossier. Was, out, steel dossier. Thank you. Steel dossier was financed by Democrats. Until yes. until it became clear that uh, oh, pardon me, excuse me, I, I'm I'm at a back. I'm so hopped up right now on Go Go Juice and DTS. Yes, um, the Steel dossier was initially financed by Republicans, and then when it became clear that Trump was the right. nominee, the, the project was then taken over by the Clinton campaign right. to complete, which is standard operating procedure, opposition research. When, uh, uh, point to me one thing in the Steel dossier that has been disproven. P tape. Okay, that we. Oh, I'll give you another bit of logic. We haven't found it yet. <laughs> what else was? What else was disproven? In this entirely false dossier, outside of the tape, what else has been disproven? I I couldn't tell. I nothing. Couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Absolutely tell you. nothing in the Steele dossier yeah. has been disproven outside the fact that there is no tape. Tina, the, 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 the sexy part. Tina asks Jack. Just curious if you added delivery options to the app. Yes, I did. Which is why I'm now going to waste my afternoon oh, trying to get him start on UPS okay. again. And the, the other thing is, three six zero wants to know when speaking. What's the difference between who and whom? Whom's to know? Mm. Whom's to know? Whom's to care? Right. right? I mean, I English cer- is a dead language. I certainly don't know anyone whom has any opinion about that because that would make no sense whatsoever. Whom? <laughs> whom's to line is it anyway? <laughs> I saw, I saw the I saw the Whom on their farewell tour. I, they were great. The greatest Who cover band ever, the Whom. Right. All right. When we get back, Washington State may outlaw deep fake images that are sexual in nature. The Census Bureau wants to ask people about their gender, and people have opinions. Championship parade, the the uh, the shooting that happened there, crazy that it was underage. Yeah. Juveniles. Yeah. We got to talk about uh, I, this uh, juvenile crime. And also, there's a Florida law passed after a permission slip was required for a black author's book. Getting a little fascist down there in the old sunshine state. We'll talk about it when we get back right after this.